Hello, all you lovely ladies in Fempreneur land. My name is Lindsay Berry, and I'm so happy to have you here listening to this episode. You are going to learn tons if you stay tuned with the YYC Fempreneurs about confidently sharing your message with those who need it most on social media, on the internet, whether it be your website, whether it be through, you know, constructing awesome MailChimp landing pages to grow your email list, whether it be shopping at the mall and having an authentic, you know, off the cuff conversation with a woman and knowing that when you talk to her about what you do and you get to know her, you're doing it from a place of service, from a place of purpose, and you're also valuing yourself, which means she's going to value you too. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about the, um, at the end of this episode about an upcoming leadership conference, because as entrepreneurs, we need to be strong leaders. And if you feel nervous about talking in a video, uh, about an Instagram live, which is actually what this episode is, it's a recording of an Instagram live conversation that I had with Melanie Higuchi from Functional Spaces. So if that kind of thing, the thought of that completely terrifies you, you definitely want to check out our free leadership conference three days coming up in January that is going to blow your mind. So much information, so many awesome ladies you're going to connect with and stay connected with for years and years and years to come. And it's completely free. So listen for more information about that at the end of this episode. And for now, we're going to dive in so you can meet Mel. She's amazing. From the moment I started hanging out with her, I was like, just, she's just, was love at first sight. I know that sounds creepy, but there's no other way to put it. (laughs) She's just a fantastic human. She has taken her natural gifts and talents and packaged them into a fantastic business. She has uh, overcome Lyme disease. I mean, she still deals with it, um, but it's it's part of what drove her to start her business. So the story about that and a story, a more recent story about an, a challenge that she's had to overcome uh, is all included in this episode. And I know you're going to get tons out of it. So I will stop talking now and dive into the episode. Uh, my name is Melanie Gucci, and my company is Functional Spaces, and I'm a professional organizer here in Calgary. I've been doing this since 2016 and absolutely love it. I love helping people. I love simplifying your life so that you can find your stuff and then do what you actually love doing in life, whether that be, uh, you know, hanging out with Lynn Sperry and you know, working on social media stuff or whatever else in life you love. So, uh, yeah. So thanks for having me, Lindsay. It's super fun. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Um, okay. So one thing I want to ask you about is how you started your business, because I think it's such a cool story. Um, it it sort of wasn't something that you necessarily planned on doing. So tell us how that happened. Yeah, sure. So my former career prior to launching my business was as an office manager in an empathic uh, doctor's office here in Calgary. Um, and, you know, that was my plan to work there until I retire. Um, had no other sort of plan B, so to speak. Um, but then, you know, I had a quite an impactful life changing event uh, that occurred, um, you know, that made me start thinking about what do I really want to do in life and what makes me happy. And so I um, unfortunately was diagnosed with Lyme disease uh, in 2013. And, you know, I spent many, many months in bed, um, unable to function um, to the extent of, you know, taking a shower wiped me out. I had to sit on the floor to blow dry my hair. Uh, So not good. Um, And so, you know, during these times, for me anyway, I found myself kind of contemplating, you know, 
if I go back to work, when I go back to work, what does that look like? And, you know, was I good at the job I was doing? Absolutely. I think I, I excelled at what I was doing, but I was to the point where it wasn't filling me up like it once did. And with okay. my health issues, I had to start thinking about, okay, what what is life going to look like for me? I can't go back to how it was. So got to thinking about what, what else could I be doing? And so I started chatting with some friends and friends were saying, oh, you should, you know, you should become an organizer. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I would just do it for friends. You know, I come over and like, you know, organize their, their master closet or get in their pantry because I love cooking. And they're like, you should totally do that. And I'm like, there is no way on this earth anybody is going to hire me to do this, right? Um, and anyway, long story short, I did a little research and found out there's this great organization called Professional Organizers in Canada, um, which I had no idea. There was like a whole group of people just like me, uh, which was really <laughs> cool. And so, yeah, long story short, I joined... Um, um, took all my courses. So I'm officially actually a trained professional organizer. And um, yeah, launched my business in 2016, quit my, my previous job and absolutely love what I do. And brings me joy every day. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. You've got Rebecca saying, crazy how other people can see what we are good at. And I think that's a huge part yeah. of the story. So one thing that I really want to emphasize with that part of your story is yeah. if you're thinking of, of uh, starting a business, and you're you know, watching this right now, listening on the podcast, you need to realize that the things you think about yourself and your abilities are a fraction of what's really there, right? So like Melanie, yeah. the fact that you went out and you asked people, what do you think my skills and talents are? Like, do you think that I could mm -hmm. make a go of this organizing thing as a business, right? right? Like imagine if you hadn't done that. I know, I would have just gone back to my my regular job and and you know again i was good at what i was doing it's not that i wasn't happy in that regard i feel like oh, i was no, successful yeah. and i was doing but it just wasn't filling me up and life's too short man when you've mm. uh, you know dealt with an illness the way that i have you know you quickly realize that you know life is precious and i mean we kind of all you know realize this with covid and the world we're in right. now that right. you know what really matters is it having a house full of stuff you know, or going to a job every day that you don't necessarily love anymore, that's not filling you up. And like, what's yeah. the point, you know? Well, and so when I'm you have clear. a health issue, you need the flexibility. You need to be able to maybe move a client to the next day because you're feeling under the weather or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and be in control of my own schedule. So if I, mm -hmm. you know, you know, I don't necessarily work five days a week, 40 hours, you know, a, a week like I once was doing you know if, if I'm not yeah. having a great health week then I have control in okay maybe this week I only work three days a week for a few hours at a time you know I just I love that flexibility or if I'm feeling great then I can just wow and like get lots of clients in and you know help many as many people as I can and you have taken your business into another realm which I'm so excited about and I love mm -hmm. I love this part of your story because I, I talk to a lot of women with businesses who are getting to that point yeah. where they could be teaching others how to do what they've done just a, mm -hmm. just as far as plowing through the fear and finding the yeah. right people to surround yourself with and all that so mm -hmm. I guess just bring us up to speed on what happened from that point in time when you were like hey I'm actually doing this like what did you have to actually do to get this mm -hmm. business going? Like aside from getting the professional training through POC, mm -hmm. Professional Organizers of Canada. Yeah, um, that's an excellent question because what ended up happening for me is now I'm like super excited to, you know, start my business, doing something that I love that comes relatively easily to me, um, yeah. but have the moment of like, oh, bleep. Um, <laughs> 
I don't know if I need business insurance. I don't know. Do I need a, a license here in Calgary? Um, you know, what are the steps that I have to take to actually start this business? Like, I've got the skill set to come in and organize your pantry, no problem. But what do I need to do to actually start my business? So I found myself alone trying to navigate through the internet and through asking people like what are the steps I got to do but you know it took me mm -hmm. many many months to sort this out did I figure it out in the end yes of course because that's just my nature to you know I figure things out but um, you know had I had somebody that I could go to to help me through that would have been a massive help and I would have launched my business much quicker had I had those steps so you know over the years I've um, been chatting with many women here in Calgary who have wanted to become organizers and want to start their business but like me struggled with those steps mm -hmm. and I've been people have been asking for a while like is there a mentorship program here in Calgary is there anybody that can teach you these things and yeah like, well I don't really know anybody. So then I had a light bulb moment going, <laughs> why don't I create this? Like, hello. Oh, right. Why um, don't I coach yeah, so these women? Yeah. So it's cool. been just over a year that I, um, I started my, uh, uh, mentorship program for professional organizers. So at this point, at this stage, it's specific to organizing business. Um, but yeah, I helped take you through it's uh, six modules that takes you through step by step how to, to, you know, come up with your business name, how to register your business name, how to know if your business name's available, um, right. to, you know, going through website and all the gamut of what you kind of need to bookkeeping. How do we, how yes. do we send an invoice to a client? You know, a lot right. of our, a lot of us don't have that skill set. So in any right. case, and these I are not that. things we talk about in the marketing school. <laughs> so you're a good person <laughs> to have on the team. Yeah, sure. Cool. Um, I think, you know, it kind of pulled on both my experience in my previous work um, yeah. and also owning my own business. So I know the yeah. steps that I have to do. Um, you know, what is an accountant looking for when it comes to tax season and, you know, that yeah. sort of stuff. And I also put you in connection with um, some preferred vendors that I've built relationship with over mm -hmm. the, the number of years. Because when we're getting started, you know, your clients will be asking you, hey, do you, have, do you recommend, you know, a good house cleaner or a painter or a handy person or whatever the case mm -hmm. may be? Um, and I've built some of these relationships now. So I'm happy to share that exclusively for those that I take through my mentorship program so that they've got contacts out the gate at, at minimum so that, you know, when they're working with those first few clients and, and they ask for, you know, a referral, then I can say, hey, actually, there's somebody you can, you know, refer to, which is cool. And I love supporting other um, businesses here in Calgary as well. Yes. And you do a great job of that. And you are very good at that. Well, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. And so your, um, your kind of adversity story doesn't end there. You mm -hmm. launched your business, you figured out a lot of stuff, you started yeah. doing the professional organizing thing as a career, and you mm -hmm. started helping other women get their organizing businesses off the ground. And then what happened? Then I went on a romantic date with my sweetie pie, <laughs> my husband. <laughs> um, yeah, it was last November. We decided, hey, wouldn't it be cool to, you know, go figure skating down at Olympic Plaza? It was a gorgeous day. Uh, yeah, I haven't skated since I was in high school, which, by the way, should have been tip number one. Um, but yeah, we were uh, skating for about eight minutes uh, when I fell down and I very severely broke my arm. Um, my hand was literally dislocated off of my body, uh, broke two bones, hello, and broke the phone. <laughs> and uh, yeah, ended kind of like that, smash. Kind of like that, yep. Um, ended up oh. in emergency surgery, yeah, I have a plate, I've got some hardware, some screws in my arm, but yep, mm. I uh, once again was faced with 
you know, health challenge adversities, right? And right. What do you do? And as a professional organizer, I suspect a lot of that is done with your hands. Yes, it is. So fortunately, it was my left arm and I'm right-handed, so that helped. Um, and I have amazing colleagues who, um, you know, stepped up to the plate very quickly mm -hmm. and offered if I needed help on a job to, you know, come help me out when I needed to, which was really great. But, um, but yeah, as a yeah. business owner, I mean, it's a challenge, right? Because, right. you know, I hate saying no. I love, you know, helping others. And I feel awful if I need to cancel because of something that I did um, yeah. to myself. But of course, I'm so blessed. I have amazing clients who are, of course, understanding. But, you know, it's a challenge as a, as a business owner to kind of find that balance between, okay, I got to take care of myself because I'm broken, but also how do I keep my business going, right? And, and right. Yeah. So how did that experience ultimately prepare you for COVID? Yeah, I feel like so many things in my life prepared me for COVID. Um, <laughs> both for my husband and I, I mean, he had lost his oil and gas job a number of years back. And so, you know, from the standpoint of like, oh, my God, we're at home all day, every day. It didn't really phase my husband and I um, in that we transitioned quite easily into he's got his office downstairs. I have my office upstairs and it's kind of actually, you know, refreshing for a little bit. Um, despite all the fears going on in the world with COVID, you know, we had a nice little routine getting on. Get up, have breakfast together. He would go yeah. work for a few hours. I'd come up here and then we'd meet for lunch. And then, you know, uh, in the afternoon, depending on what was going on, we'd either continue working or kind of, you know, just hang out and some rom-coms because yeah. that's what you know we do in our family <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh yeah but I think you know having had these health adversities on my health like for the majority of my life it's prepared me for you know times of a pandemic so to speak in that um we I've learned how to pivot and adjust okay and so if my arm's broken okay, what am I going to do? I have to figure out a different way to work, whether that's I learned how to type one-handed, I learned how to do voiceover typing. Um, you know, and you did both of those things? Like that was part um, of your pivot? Yep. Yeah. Um, part also of my pivot during COVID was um, uh, launching virtual organizing. So, you know, I could no longer obviously right. go into people's homes, but how could I still help? from a distance. And so that was actually really quite um, interesting and surprising in that I thought, oh, I'll just launch it for COVID and then we'll see kind of how it pans out. But the reception was actually quite positive and exciting for me because then I ended up with uh, clients from across Canada, which had COVID not happened, I probably wouldn't have launched virtual and I wouldn't have made these connections. So how cool is that? You know, yeah. I even found myself doing some coaching with other organizers in different cities throughout our, our beautiful country. So um, for me, lots of really positive things have come out of COVID. Yes, there's some scary times. And of course, we're concerned. And, you know, there's, of course, the impact on us, you know, business wise. But I think the value in you know, we've all been saying the word pivoting or shifting or changing or adjusting, you know, yeah. whatever that word is, I think is key. And it is so key. Success, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because I have come across some people who are, mm -hmm. uh, who have resisted the pivot, <laughs> mm -hmm. who have been like, yeah. no, this is what I'm trained to do and how I'm trained to do it. And this is how I'm going to do it. And until I can do it that way, I'm not doing yeah. it. And I'm always like, whoa. <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to be around you. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, Cuz that is no. not sustainable How, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think the thing is, you know, we all adjust differently and some embrace change and some, you know, don't. And and that's right. okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it's just, you know, it's going to be a different journey. Right. Day, right. Yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I would like you to talk a little bit more about if you could pick one thing specifically that you've learned and implemented in your business and your, or just in your life in the last year that you would recommend to others or recommend to others to explore. Cool. Um, this was probably yeah about a year, year and a few months ago. Um, I had heard about so many successful business entrepreneurs um, doing, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Visualization and kind of, um, mm. you know, imagining what their business is going to look like and all that. And I'd heard about the value, but I didn't really have, not that I didn't believe in it, but I didn't quite get it we'll say and then uh, a good friend of mine um, owns her own business as well and she was chatting about how she creates a vision board and you know again heard of these words didn't know what it was and how to do it so I thought Mm -hmm. okay I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna be open last year I was really coming from a place of yes Um, and so as opportunities came up or ideas presented themselves I would be open to exploring it it may not necessarily be that every single thing I would you know take on or embrace but I'd be open to it so I thought, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to do this whole vision wall, uh, vision board um, thing. So you're going to laugh because this is the funniest story. So my friend's like, yeah, okay, well, you just need like get Bristol board, get some magazines, find inspirational photos at a magazine. And I'm like, okay, that sounds easy enough. Mm-mm. Not for this gal who's not <laughs> terribly crafty. So oh, my friend man. had offered to my friend had offered to like create this with me. Um, and so I'm like, okay, so I go to Michael's thinking I'll go get some art supplies. And then I had a complete freak out moment in the store, walked in, okay. looked at all the supply and went, okay, nope, total overwhelm, fight or flight. I'm like, <laughs> get me the heck out of the store. <laughs> and as I'm leaving, I'm walking by these um, shadow box frames. Okay. I'm like, okay. I, I maybe I could use shadow box frames instead of Bristol board. Cause I'm also very, I'm a visual learner. So, you know, I was hoping that whatever board that I create, I'd have this on my, in my office or on a wall and see it all the time. And I thought, well, if it's on a Bristol board, maybe, you know, aesthetically it's not as pleasing. So I thought all oh, these like shadow boxes might be kind of a cool idea. So anyway, fast forward, I buy those and then I go off to London drugs to buy magazines, which by the way, I'm a thousand years old when I realized that when did a magazine become $20? <laughs> like magazines were like two fifty back in the day. So oh my gosh. Now I'm like so flipping, through, flipping through magazines to find photos that I'm like finding one or two images that I'm relating to. And I'm like, there's no way I'm dropping 20 bucks on for two pictures. To slice and dice so, this thing up with my scissors. Yeah. No. <laughs> so in true Mel fashion, I decided to pivot and create my own. And so actually, I'm going to take you on a little tour. Of Yay, tours have. Yeah. All so right, I I'll... ended up creating what I call my vision wall instead of a yes. vision board. Yes. And there it is. Cool. Can you get a so little closer up... to each one? Yeah, sure. Okay. Can you see that? Yes. What are the circle things on the bottom? Coffee. Oh, coffees. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I get it coffee. now. Yeah. Okay. So what parts of the world are we looking at? Where are these pictures? Yeah. So what I ended up deciding was that having images that were from my own travels had a story behind them and had an impact on me. And I thought, well, why have images of something that, you know, is of other people, you know, climbing Everest or whatever the case may be. And why not have it be people in my life that inspire me and images in my own travels that have inspired me. So some of what you're seeing, um, one was of a suspension bridge in Whistler. I am terrified of heights. 
<laughs> and I was on a hike one day. I had a girls trip with one of my, my good friends and we get to the suspension bridge and I'm like in complete panic mode. I'm like, there's no way that I'm climbing. There's just like, no, I, it's not going to happen. And my friend, of course, like good friends do, they, they push the boundaries a little bit and, you know, encourage you and be like, no, you're going to do this. And so I crossed this damn bridge to find out on the other side that there was no trailhead. So then I'd turn around oh. and go the back the other way. So anyway, but that just taught me that, you know, you can conquer your fears. Do I want to go climb more, you know, go over more suspension bridges? No, not really. But it but you could me that, that I could exactly. Okay. Uh, and to persevere. Um, what other images are on there? Uh, I've got images, of lots of, you know, friends and, and, you know, colleagues in my life that inspire me. So I have that okay. one of my, my friends up there. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And then, you know, I just, created some of my own little quotes and words that you know resonate for me so anyway I created that last year and that you know it really has been a true um, blessing because the cool thing is is now I have this and I do my meditation in front of it so I, I have a candle and I have some oh, nice wow. cool, you know I might do some meditation or some yoga in front of it and okay. so if there's a goal that I'm looking to achieve I will come and I sit and I visualize and I imagine so it's really kind of neat because I did this with my mentorship program. Okay, so you implemented it. that into the mentorship program, or you mean you I pictured yourself what? having a yeah. mentorship program? Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Do you and do any really... work with visualization with your girls when you're taking them through the, the, the mentorship I... program? I haven't officially yet. Um, it's certainly something that I do. You know, I share the story like I am telling you now about it. I certainly would be open if, you know, somebody okay. wants me to kind of take them through that. I'd be certainly happy to. I mean, I'm not an expert in it, but, you know, having been through it myself, um, it's been quite powerful. And so, um, you know, I won't get into the whole detail, but long, short of it is, is that prior to launching my mentorship program, I had kind of, I had about three quarters of it figured out and I was in a meeting one day with a woman who was asking if there was you know a mentorship program I'm like now the universe is telling me is coming to me and saying is there a mentorship program and I wasn't I'm, I'm very much a planner and I want everything ready and done before I launch something and yeah. here it was coming to me right before it was officially like ready fully and I thought you know what I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to let yeah. this woman know that I have this and, you know, I'll, I'll get back to her later in the day and give her some information. And I came home that night. I sent off all the information, contract, et cetera. And then I visualized what it would be like to work one-on-one -on -one with her and to do the mentoring and to do the coaching and to be in the office space that I rent. And I visualized a signed contract. I didn't have a, a face of who this person would be fully, if it would be her or somebody else, but I just started visualizing, wow. you know, success in this program. And yeah. not 12 hours later, do I get an inbox email with a signed contract? Yeah. Like it was crazy. Oh I've never gosh. experienced anything like that before. Love so it. there's some value in it. If you're open to it, I mean, yeah. try it. Can't hurt. Yes. Right? So, yeah, definitely. Imagine the life you want. Right. Imagine the life you want. Yes. Yeah. And then take some steps to actually make it happen. But you're right. Yeah. There's a lot that can be said just from the visualization piece. Um, and then if you add a little action to that concoction, it gets really powerful totally. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, listen, it's not just about like, oh yeah, someday I want to have this. I mean, there is work <laughs> to be done to make it happen. Um, yes. but I think the combination of, of believing in the success and believing that you can achieve whatever it is that you want, um, you know, it will happen with a little bit of totally, grease, you'll get there. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Um, awesome. speaking of elbow grease and manifesting goals, I hear you have, uh, Another goal that you might want to share with everyone. 
feel like I'm like letting people know that I'm not bored ever. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's something, uh, it's in the wee early stages um, of possibly, not even possibly, I want to write a book. Um, and so that's happening. What that's going to look like and what it's all going to be about, stay tuned because I don't know exactly stay tuned. yet. Yeah, but um, but I did right. start uh, a rough draft um, of, well, when COVID hit and I had nothing to do. <laughs> so I had to stay busy. So I started, yes. you know, putting um, pen to paper, so to speak, and kind of laid that out. But I look forward to awesome. what that might look like. Yeah, you've definitely been a huge help to many of the women in this community because of your impeccable organizational skills and also mm -hmm. just the way that you make it really, really simple. So I am excited for just more of the new girls to get to know you, some of the ones that maybe haven't met you yet. So Melanie's story is in the Fempreneur Marketing book, in the Find Your Voice book. She's one of the uh, seven women who surrounded me and just like helped me so, so much with mm. the book and made sure that it came out on time, made sure that it was great, made sure that it had lots of meat, made sure that it didn't have a lot of me rambling on about nothing. And she also <laughs> came to the super fun party at the uh, the launch yeah. party and made the evening just that much more fun. And she's mm -hmm. someone that you need to get to know. So reach out to her on Instagram at functional spaces. And your website is functionalspaces.ca, correct? Correct. Yes. You so definitely get in touch is... with Mel. Mm -hmm. Go yeah, ahead. My handle hand... functional.spaces. Functional dot spaces. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, I have to fix that actually in the title of this video. I just realized I forgot the dot. No wonder it didn't come up. Anywho. Okay. So I'm going to plug the Fempreneur leadership event that's coming up in January. It's a three day event. And I have talked a little bit to Mel about it. I have been manifesting Mel to do a session. Yay. Um, so it'll be three days jam packed with hour long intensive educational sessions for Fempreneurs to help them get their businesses launched or for those who've had biz a business for years to help them fine tune some of the skills they want to fine tune. And the reason the focus is on leadership and marketing and not the other way around is that I'm mm -hmm. sure you can attest to this with your mentorship program is we must mm -hmm. be strong leaders in order to be awesome fempreneurs because it's all about service. That's right. So I'm excited for you to share some of what you know in some sort of a session at that event. And so keep in touch with us at YYC Fempreneurs here on Instagram mm -hmm. and at yycfempreneurs.com to learn more when the event is going to be launched for you to register. It's going to be free. So you're going to want to check it so out. So exciting. So Amazing. exciting. Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks for being on the Fempreneur Marketing Podcast. I would like you to leave our listeners with something that is just on your mind, on your heart, something you would like to encourage them to do or to think about just anything, mm -hmm. just anything. I mean, really at the end of the day, life is not meant to be complicated. Do what you love. Enjoy every day, despite, you know, the chaos going on in our world. There's lots mm. of good, um, you know, if you're having the roughest day, think of one, great thing that happened there's always something good that's happened in a day despite you know the chaos so um i would say yeah, keep life simple and enjoy <laughs> perfect yeah so thanks again for joining us everyone who's listening to the podcast here curious about Fempreneur marketing school and meeting lots of awesome women like mel go to yycfempreneurs.com and yeah We'll be back here real soon. Um, I've become more diligent about the podcast. 
I've hired one of our Fempreneur grads, Megan Casenzo, who you met at the book launch party. She was our videographer. She is the official producer of the marketing podcast now. So it's going to be rolling out on Tuesdays, every Tuesday, a new episode forever, hopefully, unless forever by bus (laughs) in which I, I am giving it to you, Mel. You can have the podcast responsibilities if I get hit by bus. Oh, jeez. Now I got to learn more tech. Crap. So it's officially going to be going on forever. I have a backup plan now. You all witnessed it. All right. Um, yeah. So definitely awesome. um, check out our new episodes every Tuesday here on the Fempreneur Marketing Podcast, which you can find on all your favorite podcast players. And I think that's really all I have for everyone today. So thanks for joining us, everybody. Well, can I just say thanks, Lindsay Berry, for having me. Super cool. Yeah. Always fun to hang out with you. Yeah, you too. Have an awesome day. Okay, cool. All right, bye, Bye, everybody. See ya. Hey, Lindsay here. I have a few really exciting things to share with you before you take off. The first is January 4th until 6th, so three days are going to be full of education and connecting with other fempreneurs. It's a completely free event. It is our leadership and marketing conference. I keep wanting to say summit not using the word summit. It's a conference. It's a virtual conference, live and interactive, where you're going to jump onto a Zoom session with a leader who's going to share an area of expertise with you. You're going to get a ton of marketing and leadership knowledge. Now, if you're wondering why does leadership have anything to do with marketing? Uh, Well, I have a question for you. When was the last time you wanted to work with someone who is a business owner if you felt that they couldn't lead you down a path that you want to go down? That is why you want to attend the Marketing and Leadership Conference for Fempreneurs from January 4th until 6th. Three days, uh, we're gonna have sessions every hour on the hour, all day long for three days straight. It's completely free for Fempreneurs to attend, so you can pick and choose the sessions you want to join and have the Zoom links delivered right to your inbox. And you're gonna be able to register for that and you can actually apply to teach a session at yycfempreneurs.com slash conference. The next super exciting thing I have to share with you is on October 15th, our new Fempreneur directory is live on the website. So that's at yycfempreneurs.com slash directory. You can find all sorts of awesome businesses owned by wonderful women on that page, categorized, neatly organized, Uh, Fempreneur grads get a really awesome listing with a photo, multiple links. If you're not a grad, however, you you still absolutely get to list your business there. However, your listing just won't be quite as fancy with as much going on. So if you would like to list your business at yycfempreneurs.com slash directory, you just need to go to that page and there's a button right there that allows you to submit your listing. And we'd be so happy to have the opportunity to share you and your business with hundreds and hundreds of other female entrepreneurs and not just female entrepreneurs. I mean, this is a public website. All sorts of people are going to be seeing this listing. So my gift to you, it's completely free and I hope you do that. The last thing, the last super exciting thing that I want to share with you is Fempreneur Marketing School will be starting up in January. Now, this is class number 13 since the marketing school began back in February of 2019. So we have well over 100 women through this program. Um, Women rave about it. They find it 
helps them build confidence. They meet a ton of awesome ladies. They learn some really valuable marketing tips and tricks. They implement new systems into their business. They find um, they're able to automate things. So they're saving time and energy, not feeling like a slave to social media. If you want to learn more about the marketing school and hear testimonials from other women who've completed the program, go to our website and there is a videos tab where you can watch testimonial videos. You can also do this on Instagram. Just scroll through our feed at wowisefempreneurs on Instagram and you will find lots of stories of how this marketing school has helped women. So if you want to register for the January class, there's only eight spots and a few of them have already been taken. You can go to yycfempreneurs.com and you will find the registration link right there on the homepage. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for sharing with other fempreneurs and thank you for being a woman in business who supports other women in business.